Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to Izzy's Room, the room where it all goes down. Um, so I'm here with Presley again. And how was your? I noticed recently you've been uh, you've been hanging with your family <laughs> a lot more. I noticed like on the way here, you were more uh, in a rush. And uh, yeah, tell me about how, how have you been? How's life been? Well, uh, there are a few layers to to unpack, and um, I don't want to start with the heaviest thing first, but I guess it's the most appropriate. Um, a few weeks ago, my mom asked me if I would take her to the hospital, and um, <laughs> my mom is a Taipei person in many ways, you know? She, growing up, she kept her emotions to herself. I never saw my mom cry. I uh, I never saw my mom like really express emotion. She was really, you know, this is the work that needs to be done. This is what's expected of you. Um, <laughs> we'll joke around and and play and stuff, but serious topics are kind of off limits. Um, anyways, oh, here she is asking me this really vulnerable question. You know, hey, can you take me to the hospital? I don't really think much of it. Uh, that's all she asked. Um, I feel like that's like heavy though, as like a son or like a daughter, I guess like a, to have to take your parent to the hospital, you know, I don't know. Yes. But my mom also, um, you know, has a gluten intolerance, you know, like she's super into her health. She, you know, doesn't eat chocolate because, you know, it, it, it uh, has, you know, too much sugar. She doesn't, um, like, uh, you know, eating after dark, like she's, you know, so, particular about the things that she puts in her body i i just assumed this was another like you know checkup i didn't think too much of it and it wasn't and it, it wasn't um i said of course you know i'll be available um i'm kind of the go-to person for that sometimes yeah i feel like i feel like not just in that relationship but also uh, yeah. at work too i feel like you're just consistently like the uh the, kind of like the runner like that person, you know, yeah, the person um, that people kind of go to, to for like those types of concerns. Like, oh, can you drive me to this important? Like, <laughs> you know, can you show this person around? And yeah, and I and I enjoy it. I I enjoy. I understand it more now at this age. When I was younger, it was just not an inconvenience, but it was something that something that no one asked you know, me to be, it was just something that was expected. And now I, I see, um, I value it more. Yeah. I understand that, you know, it's, it's a big deal to, to be able to, to be that, uh, support for someone in uh, in whatever capacity. So I, I, I take her to the hospital. We're driving, we're talking. Um, she stays there overnight and I knew what it was, you know, I, I can play like I didn't, but I, I knew, um, I knew what it was. What, and what, uh, what was it? Exactly? <laughs> when I pick her up the next day, she has like a, a pillow wrapped around her chest and, um, you know, they bring her out in a wheelchair and, um, she gets into the car and it, um, <laughs> and she sits, uh, she knows she sits down. We talk about, Everything except, you know, what, what, what just happened. 
Yeah, the weather's nice. I, I like exactly. coffee and and that's so that's Presley, so, so nice my mom. Today. That is so my mom. That's just like strong of her to like so, just to feel not, like she has to hold in everything. That way, she, that I mean, in a way, like she's trying to like, I guess as as her like kid like shield you from uh, the worry aspect. And I'm least. 25. I think it's acceptable up to a certain age. You know, I don't know to a parent like. To a parent, you're always going to be, I don't disagree. Like it shouldn't be that way, but to a parent, like no matter your age, like they made you and they're never going to quite see you 100%. Like as you like to be seen in that respect, like you're, you're still there like baby, I guess. And maybe she's just wanting to shield you from like the, it's, it's not just me. I, I get more insight into it because of who I am. My dad gets more insight into it. But my mom keeps her sister. Her sister is her best friend. She keeps her sister at bay. She keeps my grandmother at bay. It's like, hey, what's going on with my mom? You know, no one knows. She hasn't said anything. She must be fine. And I don't know where that comes from. I think my uh, my grandma is also a really peculiar woman too. She reared my mom in such a way that I think that probably has something to do with why she is the way that she is. So guarded, and um, in that regard, but um, we I take her home. Uh, we talk about everything, but but um, the thing, the surgery that happened, um, the pillows covering her breast. She needs to rest. She needs to sleep. Um, it wasn't uh, until like a few days later that is she like okay though. Like, is she good after her surgery and everything? Oh yeah, else? like she um, she was fine. Um, she's fine or she's good. She's good. And she's regaining her health. Um, she loves doing yoga, right? Like that's her thing. (laughs) She's not able to for like the next four weeks, but she, um, she finally, um, it was yesterday or the day before she finally got the bandages removed and she's like, Oh, I'm so happy. It's like to have that off. Now I can just heal in peace. I, th- I feel like, uh, and your family, I mean, everybody's family is different in like a different regard. Like, like our dynamic or what? Yeah. I mean, when my, you, my mom, like I didn't have, I'm not gonna like sob story. I mean, but my family wasn't as like nuclear as like, okay. I guess I would have liked it to be, especially like looking back, you know, if I had my own family, man, would I do things different? But my mom has, uh, I guess I've never been close to her in that regard. To where, like, you know, like, the little things that bother her and you know how she is deep down. Um, I don't think I've had that. Like, my mom, for the most part, has always been very service value or, like, says what is going on. Um, but I don't, I don't know. My whole parental situation is not as, like, nuclear. Um, but I, I guess I could relate that more to, like, my dad. Like, my dad is very... Um, he internalizes everything like he will stress about the most simplest thing like <laughs> something he doesn't take the time to go take care of he stresses and stresses when in reality it takes like 10 minutes to go knock it out and do so, you relate to that in any way like no 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 no. i'm a i am a all about like i stress you know i stress just like everybody else does about things yeah. that you can't change sometimes but i try not to like that's my biggest thing like don't stress about what you can't change but i don't relate to that like go out and if you know something is 
bothering you. Mm-hmm. If you know that there's something you can take care of and you need to take care of, like, go mm-hmm. take care of it. Like, don't, what are you going to stress about it for? You're going to like sit on your ass and like not go do it. Like that to me drives me crazy. That bothers you so much, so much sometimes that I just want to like explode, but I'm just, you have to, you have a really self-sufficient mentality, like a do it yourself. Like I'm capable of, of handling the situation. Of course. And I feel like that's like with everything. You, know, you, you do know? that with everything. Even when you're like, you said you're like a sober drunk. Like I, if I need to take care of myself or if I need to, like I can, like I'm never in that situation where I'm that compromised that I can't do for myself. For sure. I try not to be like, I don't think anybody's like born that way. Do you attribute that to your father? Not in a good way. No, like, uh, um, like contrasting, like I don't want Maybe, to ever like, depend I, on. I try, I don't think I give it that second thought. Subconsciously, I'm sure, yeah. I don't really give it that second thought, to be honest. But subconsciously, yeah, I mean, I, I think so to an extent. Like, to an extent, it's easy to look at someone else, especially, like, parents. Like, it's so easy to see their downfall and, like, what they could have done better. And I think sometimes I look at that a lot of the time, like, oh, I'm, I would never do it like that. Like, it's the simplest thing. Even my car, like, my car is an issue. Yeah. I don't go to a mechanic. Like, it's myself. Like, if I have an issue, I try not to go to anybody else against myself. If I want to do something, if I want to set something up, if I want to start a channel, if I want to do this, if I want to do that, if I want to create something, it's, like, myself. I do the research. I put in the work. And that's why, like... And you... You have, like... It, it isn't... It's really inspiring because you have, um, like, a portfolio of major accomplishments that you've done. Crazy things in a short amount, like small amounts of time like things that you've been able to do and i also attribute like your your martyr complex to that as well i feel like you have a martyr complex like for myself <laughs> like i'm a martyr yes like in the in the sense that you i i know that you know this but i don't know if you're like willing to like accept it go ahead um, that you don't have to like go into things alone every now and then. Like I see you post things like, like born alone, die alone. Like, <laughs> no, but you know, really ominous, like, but you know, it's not, like, it's uh, just me. And it's, but know, a lot of times that's how I feel. Like, I know that's and, how you feel, but that's not the truth. Like, you know, there are so many people who would give so much to, to help you and to be, like with you and you don't have to. And, and I, I acknowledge that. Like I get that. I know that like there's a million things that everything I've done, I don't think I could have done without someone else. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that I could say (laughs) I have done just because of me, you know, Mm -hmm. like so many people have been roadblocks in my life, but also at the same time, like I don't, uh, I acknowledge how important like other people are, but also sometimes sometimes it's like a waste of energy. Like sometimes people just don't do things the right way and they like, they waste more energy. It's sometimes it takes more energy to do things with someone than to just do it on your own. So, and that's, I, I think you're preaching to the choir right now. I think everyone's like, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think I could do this myself for sure. For sure. And that's, that's like where a lot of it comes from, but also like circling back around, I don't think I consciously think, I mean, some, a lot of times I think about like, I don't want to be like them in this way. But also, like, you know, there's good sides to, like, your parent or, like, to the people you look up to or, like, uh, at least have been in that position 
to be the one being looked up at. It's always going to have their pros and cons. Uh, I think subconsciously, definitely, I live my life the way I do. Uh, so I don't end up being what I don't want to be or being mm-hmm. where I don't want to be. Um, yeah, but also I think uh, like uh, on that same aspect, like of our parents, let's say, um, like I said, he's definitely a lot. I could relate my dad more than my mom, you know, like I'm not super close with her, but I'm like closer with my dad. And so I see what you're saying about like the whole shielding. Cause no matter how old I get, no matter what I do, mm-hmm. I could be like the president. I could be an ass. Like no matter what I do, no matter how like big I could get or like whatever, it's always like, I'm like a baby, like to him and not, not a baby as in like a patronizing way, but like his like baby, like his son. And I feel like no matter what I've told him a million times, like, Hey dude, like I'm not like super comfortable with that. Um, I see it as like patronizing, but it's not, I've talked to like people who are parents yeah, and they kind of gave me insight. Like, nah, like it's not that way. It's just like, you'll never know. So you have your own kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try to stay like humble and like open in that aspect. Cause I think your family mm-hmm. and how you grow up, especially relates so much into your life. Like not just like how you live your life, but your mm-hmm. love life and everything else. Like, and like just how you, like how you operate. I, for um, sure. My um, my mom had um, invasive surgery. She went under anesthesia. She you know came out. She's fine. She's doing she's doing much uh, much better. Um, over the last few years, I've noticed a shift in her and my and my dad as well. Yeah. Just in uh, their tolerance. Right. The world is changing. Everyone's um, everyone's changing. Um, we we learn from each other and um a lot of who i am is you know a a huge it's a reflection of my response to their parenting yeah how so go deeper that well just um like coming out for one uh took like 3 years you know of like back and forth like oh this is who i am are you really sure do you mean that <laughs> are you certain and I'm, I'm, I'm so, um, well, I was, I was so indecisive. So I was like, um, maybe indecisive I think so. To tell them? <laughs> no, just indecisive in life. Um, so every decision I'm open to the possibility of being wrong. So maybe, maybe so like this you didn't know for sure. I knew it was hard to just convince them that you knew. Exactly. And isn't that crazy? <laughs> but it's, I think it's no, so, saying that. it's so important whether it's, um, like a career path or um, who you choose to date and love. It's like you have to be certain or at least uh, willing to commit to to that idea. And and sometimes you have to like, uh, I don't know, you have to like put up, put up, in, uh, some, put up some words to, uh, to stand up for yourself. For sure, for sure. I think uh, were they... As open. And that's that's such a small part of my story, though, too. I feel, I feel um, like they knew. So it was just like Connecting we went around in circles, just um, just until I was sure of myself, and not just sure of my sexuality, but sure of who I am. You know, like how I move, how I operate. You know, how I think. I'm I'm a very gentle person, um, 
and like knowing that your son is like, you know, soft, how do you survive in a world that's, that's not how, how can you like activate the parts of yourself that are needed for survival? And I think it was, it was all part of the process. That's, that's pretty crazy like to hear from. I think, uh, the whole like survival aspect you talked about was very, uh, yeah. Like you're going to be out on your own. How are you going to support yourself? If you like, um, face adversity, like what are you going to do? You know, like we're not stopping. We're not going to stop asking you. We're not going to stop making sure that you're sure, you know, and you want your parents to have unconditional support, but you like, I grew from that. That was my response. That's not everyone. Some people don't, you know, that's not what people need. But for me, I, I needed that, that adversity to, um, to be stronger, to be a stronger person not much stronger just strong enough (laughs) i think it's it's interesting to hear um i think that's a lot of external pressure and internal pressure especially like just from your uh family coming down and then from you like having to like deal with that and like uh it's not just you it's like in general in life like so many people like feel the need to like please especially like their parents and it is a lot of pressure especially like did you have that i don't think so like my for the most part, my dad was always pretty, he was always like, uh, Hey, like make sure you study, do this, this and that for you go out. Yeah. But he was very, so your uh, motivation has always been like really intrinsic. Like it's come from within. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, like I, when, when I hit was like 15 or 16 years old, like then I was like, I guess he either could see that I wasn't going to do anything dumb or he got lazier. One of the two. <laughs> um, but anyways, I, uh, Basically, as long as I didn't do anything like wild, you know, he really didn't care. Like he knew, and I did some wild stuff as a kid. I would break window. I would, <laughs> I was not a great, like I had good morals, yeah. but also I didn't like, I would definitely like, I didn't, I didn't know you were doing like, this time. Break windows. And the Izzy that I met is like the person who grabs life by the reins and kind of wields it to his, um, uh, I guess to his benefit, to his will, you know? wields it to his will wields it yeah that's powerful <laughs> but I, I think for the most part i never had to like please my parents in that aspect we mm. we always kind of had you know it's always back and forth between my mom's place and my dad's place like because mm. they divorced at a younger age or like when i was younger uh, is what i mean but they divorced and for me it wasn't like a huge deal i remember like i cursed my mom out like crazy so it came in the middle of the How night old were you? um maybe like 12 10 11 12 she came in the middle of the night and like took us from our dad's place and like my dad like i remember when we first like when i first li- we lived with our mom yeah. after the divorce and she's like here this is your dad's number like i called him i haven't seen my dad and like i don't until like i can remember to be honest and he shows up in his like tucked in gray shirt and his like blue jean shorts and i still remember that he was, was he his, like trying like, to make an impression shoes, or like swaggy or like, what? like a 50 year old barbecue uh king you said what was he trying to like make an impression or I don't think so. He was just like looking normal, you know, okay. but like this that was, was him. This to was me, him. I was like, wow, I've never seen like, I don't know. It was just weird. Like, okay. like the typical, like barbecue dad is what it reminded me of. He took us to six flags. I remember I just remember he'd have this big wad of money. Yeah. He'd have this big wad of money always like huge, just hundreds and hundreds. So your and hundreds. dad. And I remember your dad used to do that. Yeah. But you got to keep in mind. He's living on his own. He's super yeah. minimalistic, more on the lazier yeah. side. Doesn't like, you know, super nice things or whatever to him. Like 
And I remember we went to like Six Flags and I don't know, he would just take us and he would kind of just throw money. Like, and I remember as we, from that point on, then we started living with our dad, I guess my mom and dad had an arrangement. My dad had us and I just noticed like that like money pile getting a little like smaller and smaller and smaller. And he would just kind of like throw money towards things in like a lazier way. It's hot. Like, like, like what? Like here's $20. Go get something to eat. And to you, you're like, oh, $20. As a kid, Whataburger is like two minutes walking down the street, like right across the street from you. Uh, you're like with your brothers. Oh, I'll drop you off. At, or, oh, like let's go to Quick Trip. And we got all this like junk food. And I feel like to him, he was like, it was like a double win. Like, oh, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to cook or put in a whole bunch of effort. But also, like, my kids are happy. And looking back at it, I'm like, no. Like, I don't want to do that with my kids, you know? Cooking, like, dinners and all that stuff, that's powerful. Like, dude, that has, like, that those, again, experiences. Those are things you don't forget. I don't forget when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I remember I had this Hershey cake. It had these little Hershey kisses on it. Circular chocolate cake with chocolate uh, icing and these big Hershey kisses surrounding it probably like a Walmart cake or something, but it was so good. I remember I was like, I think it was like my sixth birthday and I was like sitting down watching TV, watching Dragon Ball Z in our house when everybody wasn't divorced, like they were together and I'll never forget that rectangular table. And it's almost like now looking back at it, like I'm picturing it and I can see it in third person as if I was above, like as if I was above the table, like watching us. And I remember that. I remember the candles, like, and looking back at it now, I'm just like, throwing money at things man like it's just not it like I, I'm very materialistic not to where it overwhelms me like I like material things because I could never afford them at one point you know like I dude I used like I didn't have nice things I'd wear the same clothes I'd wear overpriced fucking shoes or oversized shoes that didn't fit me that I got at like Ross for hella cheap like growing up I didn't have those things and I know my parents tried to the best of their abilities or what they thought they did like, our, you know, my mom was on, like, EBT or food stamps or whatever. Uh, I remember going to, like, the food, sh- like, shelter places and um, or, like, the food banks. And, like, I know my parents tried. Yeah. But also, like, I never had those nice things. Now, it's crazy to me, dude. Like, I could be like, I want this on my car. Buy it. I want this laptop. Buy it. I want this. Buy it. And I don't do that. Like, I'm pretty responsible, if I'm being yeah. perfectly honest. But, like, I can buy whatever I want. I can do whatever I want because... I did that for myself. And I think the scariest, I'm going to tell this back around because I don't want to ramble. The scariest thing I can think of in my life yeah. is being back in a place where I can't do that. And even current Izzy, like right now, yeah. thinking about everything now, like around me, I'm like, what if in two years I'm not hot shit? Like what if I, there's this quote, I can't remember it exactly. It's like, you can start off in first place, but if you stop running, you're going to get lapped. And it's like, you can be in first place right now ahead of everybody around you. But if you stop running and stop grinding and stop doing this and that, you're going to get passed by. And I, that's the scariest thing to me is to be back in that situation. But I'm going to tell it back around just by saying like, we, uh, we had a few conversations about that. We've had a few conversations about that scarcity mentality, but also, um, you, you mentioned something about that, that rectangular dinner table. Yeah, for and sure. having that family unit, and I just, I briefly want to touch. You bring up the adjective wholesome uh, pretty often, yeah. And I think that encompasses, um, 
togetherness, like uh, quality time, uh, putting in the effort. For sure, man, for sure. And I, I think those are things like maybe that you long for and that you, you kind of like look for in people. I think, I don't know all, but a lot of people that you seem uh, keen about, uh, you describe them as wholesome. For sure, for sure. And I, I look at myself sometimes and I'm like, you're not wholesome. Like, how can you expect what you're, you don't have? Like, how can you want that for someone? I think that's why you, I think that's why you want it almost. Yeah, for sure. And I, I look back at like my previous relationships and man, like how much better I could have been. And like, I, I love people around you that can change your perception. And I love people around you that can like, uh, Sometimes I don't like to be the person who's like calling all the shots. Sometimes I want to go with the flow. Like sometimes I want to like have someone with me who's like, oh, look, let's try this restaurant. Oh, let's try this bar. Oh, let's try this. Let's try this. Okay, cool. I'm down for a new experience. Like sometimes I don't want to be the one who's always deciding. Um, And again, like I said, thinking about my parents, like to an aspect, like my mom, she always talks about how she wants to get married and have somebody take care of her. Lazy. Like my dad. He tries like to the best of his ability to do for himself now, yeah. now keyword, but also he regresses back into the laziness a lot of times. And before that, like the rest of my life up to this moment, same way, lazy, lets his stuff expire. Like just not on top of his stuff as, as if like he's entitled to someone take care of it for him. And I do not ever want to be like that. I think that creeps into the, like the love life. Like I'm not super close to my mom. I'm not gonna say I have like mom issues or anything, but like, you know, affection, I'm really big on showing other people affection. Like I'm, I'm huge on that. Like I don't and care. It's not like gifts, but it's the small things. Exactly. Like, I don't care about gifts. Like I love mementos and it yeah. sounds contradictory. I love mementos. Like my ex-girlfriend got me like a, uh, a diffuser for my room mm-hmm. matches the room's aesthetic. That's an oil diffuser. makes everything smell nice. It's thoughtful. Yeah. And I love it. It's super thoughtful because she knows I love smell like good yes. smells. And that's, and that's more meaningful to you maybe than like a diamond chain or like something with a larger monetary, um, like price tag. Like it's like for the sure. thought that went into that gift or the thought that goes into setting up a date or for sure. If when, when you have to start buying love, you've lost that love. That's how I feel for you. Yeah, because your your love languages are are uh, quality time, quality time, and, physical touch, uh, um, words of affirmation, and like uh, what's the other one? <laughs> you said all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would definitely say quality time and yeah. physical touch. If you have quality time with mm-hmm. someone, everything else falls into place. If you just spend quality time with another human being. Yeah. everything else falls into place, you know? But I, I just feel like looking into like the whole love life portion. Like I love like showing affection, like hand holding, like, like just small, like small rubbing your hand. That, that really solidify. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to have sex with you. I just want to like play with your hair and like, like make jokes and like lay down and watch a movie and like feed you popcorn. And I don't know, like, and I expect the energy to be reciprocated first off, but yeah. like, I, those are things that I care about and like not having, I guess the structure and family that I had 
mm-hmm. makes me you want, want to have that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, I, 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 every now and then we're out like and about and you, you talk about like, like babies or kids or children, not that you, you want that tomorrow. Definitely not. That's something yeah. that you aspire for, like buying a house and finding, you know, like a wife to, to share that home with. And that's stability. Yeah, for sure. And stability doesn't mean like predictability. It doesn't mean complacency. It doesn't mean you have to like do a the foundation. Same thing. Yeah, for sure. But having like the stable high look at life is always get your framework, lay your framework, build your house, <laughs> tear it down with that. You're stronger so type framework. A too. You are so type A. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've never heard that since like until I met you, to be honest, like, the whole type A. I just think like if you build a strong framework, mm-hmm. build and take that stronger framework, build the next thing. Then the next thing, like step one, tomorrow's or today's ceiling is tomorrow's floor. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then you break the glass ceiling. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Basically. And I, uh, I feel like my childhood is more of like the whole house burning. Like, and I'm just like, I, uh, I would definitely, any, I said it goes into your love life too. Um, like the stability factor and like having a girl that's wholesome and like, of course I want to go out and have fun and do all those other things. Like who does it? But I want someone who supports like my attributions and same for friends too. Like you gotta have that. But like, Females, like, I want someone to, like, support my attributions. Oh, like, I'll help you record. Or, oh, I'll stay with you. Like, I'll watch. Like, I have nothing better to do. Or, oh, I'll help you type here. Like, has nothing better to do because I'm that way with people. Like, yeah. I'll sit there and, like, give you a back rub as you're typing your essay, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like that definitely links into, like, your love life and even sex. Like, it's crazy. Like, people have, everybody has, like, their little kinks and their preferences and things like that. And... I think it definitely does tail around. Uh, and, and you were saying something like similar, very, uh, you were basically saying this earlier, right? Like you were saying like that, uh, like your love life in terms of like, we, we sex. talked about like the, the connection between like our upbringings and family and like who we choose for partners. I, um, I was on Twitter <laughs> earlier this week Oh and yeah, Elon I, uh, Musk. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Good job, brother. I was on Elon Musk, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I read this tweet uh, one of my friends sent out, and it was uh, it said something along the lines of, "Be wary of things that feel like home or people that feel like home, especially if home was never a comfortable place for you." Um, and that is extremely deep. It sat with me for a little bit. Um, you know, it took me, it took me aback and, um, at this point in my life, I just got out of a a long-term relationship. Well, actually it's been about a year, a year of, um, uncoupling. And that process has been very draining for me Mm -hmm. because I still deeply care about this person. I care about their well-being, and I feel them. I still feel them and their family, um, we spent so much time together. This was my longest relationship and it was a relationship not built on based on or revolving around sex, which, um, that's disarmed me. It disarmed me. That's powerful. It drove me. It drove me crazy because I know you're, you're definitely, I needed it and I didn't have it because this person wasn't ready. And having to humble 
myself and compromise myself. Um, and we did that and we made it work, but, um, ultimately I chose, uh, myself in the situation and each day it's the it, best thing you can it do, though. feels so selfish and it was selfish. Um, I still deeply care about this person, but I needed to, I felt like I needed to be myself and I don't feel necessarily like a better person now that I'm outside of this relationship. And again, it's been a year of uncoupling, like a year of, of, okay, like you're not in this relationship, so you can do this. You're not in this relationship, so you can have sex or hook up or, you know, wear that crop top or, you know, be feminine or, you the know, Britney Spears shirt, yeah, the Britney Spears shirt, <laughs> which he hated. He shoes. hated. Are you serious? He hated. Dude, when I saw you wearing that, that one when we went out to Fry Street, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, Presley's about to have a night." Man had the sparkle shoes. Everybody oh in the goodness. club or bar was like, "I love your shoes," and I was like, "This man's put my hands." Yeah, hands. I don't know if that's Britney Spears. That's it, oh, stop! Don't disrespect her. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, continue, continue. Um, but he hated that. And it's, I compromised myself because I wanted to. I wanted to be in that relationship. And I wanted to see things through. And I think I did for as long as I allowed myself to. And afterwards, I, when I was ready to leave, I was ready to leave. And I feel um, I made the best decision for me. Even if it wasn't best for me, it was um, the best one to me. The best decision to me to make. I think... Uh... I think that's that's very powerful. Yeah. End of the day, that's what you have to do, and I, it's I something that you can do. I don't know if it's something that you have to do. I think it would have been better for me to stay, just because I would have had stability. I would have had that family that I was longing for. But that's it not. Comes but from that's not what. That, that's not what like Presley. I know. That's not what Presley truly desires. <laughs> so it's not better for you. You know, it's it's better for on you. paper. On paper, it makes so much sense. Well, screw know? on paper. People go out and work jobs. Um, Ukrainian, as an example, the princess Ukrainian or which yeah, one? Ukrainian princess. Okay. Uh, she mechanical engineering degree in the uh, Ukraine, masters. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a lot of school. Did that? Hated it completely. She's yeah. in the U.S. now, working a regular job. Not mm-hmm. to say she likes that. Yeah. Now she wants to do like software layouts, okay. like websites and stuff. But she gave Hate herself it. the. Just to please her um, like parents. freedom to, to change or to choose a new yep. path for herself. Her parents like put a expectation on her. Yeah. She did it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hated it. Best thing to do on paper. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy, you're not happy. And you, <laughs> knowing I, you. I get that, but you I also are not, disagree. You, I disagree. You are not content. No matter what you tell me right now. I disagree You can't just say otherwise because I know you. I know how you think. <laughs> and you would not be content. He thinks he does. You, <laughs> I know for a fact you were compromising more of yourself yeah. than you wanted to. And you're comp- compromising more of yourself yeah. than you wanted to allow yourself to. And you may say right now mm. that that wasn't the best decision or like that you wish you would have stayed with him, whatever. But I know for a fact that's because you already went out of the world. You already had all these experiences with other people. Had you stayed in that relationship and compromised yourself the entire time you were in Japan, all these other countries, you would have not been happy. That's in the past now. That's I know. Hindsight. I, 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 again, I think I must made the best decision to me. Like it makes sense to me, but I don't know if it was if it was best for me. I, I think from an outside perspective, yeah, hearing 
that you were not happy in that position because you had to compromise yourself so much. Yeah. I don't think you're truly content. My mom had a, a similar story, not with my, with the, well, anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, uh, um, we're going to keep it light. <laughs> uh, she had a, a similar situation with um, your Ukrainian princess and she got her computer science degree in um, like the nineties. Like yeah. she was, you know, a pioneer, like a woman with a computer science degree. Like that's, well, it's not unheard of, but it was unheard of for a small town girl in Arkansas, you know, and um, she did it. She was like, OK, like 100,000 a year, like like six figure salary. Like that's that could have that could have astronomically <laughs> impacted our lives. But she wasn't happy. So she took, you know, uh, half that being a teacher for a public school in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um my brother and I, when we were younger, we'd, you know, ask, like, do you regret your decision? Like, you could have been so much further along mm-hmm. if you would have just pushed through it. My mom was like, I know myself. I know, like, I would have been miserable. Um, and that wasn't for me. And that's hard because it, like, it it looks like it would be best for you. Maybe not to you, but for you. I think at the end of the day. If you're doing what's best for future you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the most important thing, but I'm not, it's subjective for sure. For sure. But I know like when we were in Japan, like hearing you say like how much you were compromising, you wanted to go explore other things and other people (laughs) and other people. That's, that's what it was. And I, and I did. And I, I, but but feel closest to people. Um, when I develop a connection and when I'm, when I'm having intercourse, like it, it fulfills a different, um, it fulfills a different like a need, uh, for me. And it's, it's not, it's not only lust. It's also language. It's lust and language. But can you, can you speak for yourself in the alternate? That's, that's what I'm saying to you is like, you're saying this right now, right? What? But the Presley I talked to told me that you wanted to go see other people. You want to do this. No, no, no. I'm, I know. I'm, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying um, when I'm having intercourse, which I didn't have in my previous relationship, mm-hmm. but when I am having it, I am communicating like it's, it's lust, right? It's desire, but it's also language. Like it's, it's a way of communicating and it, it, to you, yeah. it, yeah. it, um, it's a language from a deeper part of myself. I think that's interesting. It's, ex- it's expressive. I think that's interesting. So how does that tie into like your, I guess your, your family. My family. <laughs> and that sounds so disgusting. No, no, no. Um, there how does is... your sex with your girlfriend tie into your like mother? It's like, what? And I don't know. That is. Um, when I was younger, I, um, I had a hard time expressing myself with words. Um, I was I was really expressive. Like I enjoyed making people happy, making people laugh, uh, helping people. But I expressed myself more clearly through my drawings, through my artwork, through the skits I would put on. Uh, that was the most honest way for me to get a point across. And, um, 
I think I came out in my, my little skits that I would make way before I came out like in actual life. And sex is a language, right? And I, I'm no longer, you know, communicating that, but with my body, I feel, um, I just feel closest to, um, let me see. I'm going to just break it down very simply. Um, I had an exchange with, uh, with someone that I care about. (laughs) And during that moment, we're not saying much, right? We're not speaking a lot, but I feel this person's desire when they look at me or how they hold me. You feel more connected to them. You feel more connected to them in that intimate moment than than if we were having a conversation. For sure. It takes a while for me to, to open up. And, um, maybe you, you know, that like from, from our first few interactions, just talking, you know, I was, I was pretty closed, closed off. It takes a while for me to open up. And um, when I'm having, when I'm intimate with, with people, um, it, it's not, it's not that, it's not that at all. It's, it's me. It's my most vulnerable self. There's nothing to hide. For sure. I think uh, for me, uh, at least when it comes to like, I think there is definitely family ties when it comes to like your, and and what way specifically for you? Um, because you you enjoy the hand holding, you enjoy talking and getting care, to know I guess. a person. I, I never really got like like my dad, never. And I'm not gonna. Maybe I'll use my dad. So I'll say my mom. No, no, no. Well, both, I mean that's that's honest. Like obviously, like we we're both compat. Like we both are attracted to different things. Like uh, for that's like pretty obvious by now. Your dad is more but of I a think role my, that he played in your life. My, than like my dad um, yeah. was definitely like never the one to like play catch or show me how to ride a bike or do anything Give like that, that affection in that way. Yeah. Well in that sense. Yeah. And yeah. so my mom also, I guess just from like demonizing her as a kid and not to say it was like wrong. Um, she really cares for me, but at the same time, like she's done a lot of like shitty things, but at the same time, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but not having that like care and affection makes me want to give it to other people. Um, it's almost like I don't expect it initially, but I want to give it to other people. And I think that's what makes me so focused on making other people feel good. Like even like, uh, having like sexual relations, I really don't like, I'm more about making the other person feel good, you know, but I'm more also like the care, the hand holding, the like cute little things, just showing someone I care about them. Intimacy is multifaceted and for telling you. them all that. Like I don't tell them all like constantly, but, I do tell them like, Hey, like you're so cute. Like you're so attractive. Like, or like, I really care about you. Like I genuinely care about you. Like I give the cute nicknames like, and it's just, I don't think about it. Like it's just stuff that comes like on its own. Um, and I guess it's cause I, to that extent, I just, I guess didn't receive that, uh, type of affection from my parents in the way that I would have liked to. And just, uh, yeah, I th- definitely think there's like relations, even like people who have like kinks and stuff. I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but like, you know, some people like to be, some people like, like some dudes like to dominate. Some females like to be dominated. Like it's just one of those things. I don't know. I definitely think it has its uh, relations, but I don't want to get too deep into that because that's all kind of <laughs> subjective. 
on different but, people. But your experience, your experience from, you know, int- intimacy for you is multifaceted and it comes in different forms, um, not just intercourse, but also quality time. For sure. And that's why it all comes back around to me for quality time. Like, and that's everywhere. I don't think it's just my love language because, you know, love, like I said, multifaceted. Your love language doesn't necessarily have to mean like you and your girl. Like it can be anything. I think any relationship you're in, any relation you have with somebody as a friend or as whatever, like my, well, maybe less physical touch for your friends, but quality time for me is one of those things. Like I don't care about the gift giving. Like I think it's cool to get stuff like, you know, oh, somebody got me a gift. Uh, Me going out and buying someone else a gift. I don't know. It's just not it for me. I think the quality time, if you spend quality time with another human being, everything else will come with it. Go take the hour. Go take that hour long drive you don't want to make to go spend a time with somebody. Like just, just involve yourself with that person, and everything else I think will come with. And I think from there you'll have a healthier relationship towards everybody really in your life. So I do, I do get that, but it's it is subjective, like you said. Um, Oh my goodness. You, <laughs> you and your hand signals Y'all can't today. see, but I'm doing hand signals. Uh, <laughs> telling you how much time I, um, I'm not, I'm not so. paying attention to your hand signals right now. Oh yeah? <laughs> Maybe if I'll hold them up higher, like over here. I, I think uh, for me, and I learned this early on, I remember my first experience um, of being intimate and how much that meant to me because I denied myself. Uh, I denied myself like uh, being with another guy, right? Like that was taboo that was off limits and when it finally happened it was it was it was more than sex it was um me giving myself permission to to be with someone that i wanted to be with and maybe that's why it's so easy for me to communicate um through sex because it's i'm not censoring myself the way that i do if i'm talking you know if i'm talking i'm i'm constantly thinking about my delivery yeah. And I don't, I don't have to do that uh, with sex. That's definitely, uh, that's definitely insightful. <laughs> that's for sure. Is it? But unfortunately. He's like, uh, it's, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is insightful, like hearing that. Like, I hear you. I do. No, my. No. I do. No, I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm serious. It is insightful hearing that. <laughs> I mean, I don't use it to communicate yeah. in the way you do, but I'm sure you know, people out there do. I mean, I do to some extent, you know, like don't get me wrong. Like I love, everybody loves sex. Like I am, but it serves a different purpose. Like I am, I am very, very, very passionate person, like extremely passionate, especially when it comes to like, uh, like that portion, like under the covers, like extremely passionate. Um, but for me, it's not something I, rely or like prioritize on to communicate. Yeah. I do that communication like in other ways, yeah. if that makes sense. And you know, I, I think different people, different, uh, different people, different like languages, languages different for language. sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, now that you can see the hand signals, that is going to be a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in, being in Izzy's room with us where it all goes down. Uh, but yeah, I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Um, we will have a 
maybe a different speaker on. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to try to switch it up. But anyways, guys, thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you all in the next one. Peace.